Welcome to the Connecticut Criminal Law Podcast, brought to you by Ruane Attorneys. The answers you need, the privacy you deserve. Each season tackles a different area of criminal law. Now, to your host, Jay Ruane. I'm Jay Ruane. Continuing with this season of professional license defense, here is Dennis Mancini. Hello. I'm Dennis Mancini, and I am an attorney who works with professional license defense in Connecticut. The purpose of this podcast series is to discuss the basic concepts of professional license law. In this episode, we will be addressing the major reasons for why professionals face license suspension and revocation. The major types of violations include criminal arrests and convictions, drug abuse and misuse, failure to report abuse, deficient record keeping, inappropriate relationships, and failure to meet the standard of care. Unfortunately, criminal arrests not only lead to criminal records, legal consequences, and other personal hardships, but they can also affect one's ability to work. The state has the authority to report criminal conduct to licensing boards, and the licensee may be required to report any arrests, convictions, or DUI charges to the licensing board on their own. Criminal charges can affect a professional license in nearly every single profession that requires a license. Professional license holders are held to a high standard because obtaining a license means that the licensing board felt that the licensee achieved or possesses the knowledge, skill, professionalism, and ethics to be responsible for working in a particular profession. The general rule is that if the criminal conviction or charge is substantially related to the job duties of the profession that the licensee has a license in, it could be grounds for the loss of a license. In some cases, any felony conviction will result in the loss of a license. For professions that work with children, people with disabilities, and the elderly, violent criminal convictions are almost always grounds for losing a license. In professions that work with medications, DUIs and drug offenses are taken very seriously and are likely to lead to the loss of a license. Drug abuse and misuse is another violation that can result in a loss of license. Substance abuse and misuse takes a toll on the individual and usually impairs their judgment and slows their work performance. Drugs and alcohol make it more likely for professionals to make mistakes that could lead to horrible consequences. The Commissioner of Public Health has the authority to discipline licensed professionals for abusing or excessively using drugs, alcohol, and narcotics. This means that if there has been a filed complaint against a licensee or a person that has reported the licensee's conduct to the commissioner, they can open an investigation. The commissioner may also order the licensee to submit to physical or mental examinations to determine if he or she is fit to continue working. In Connecticut, there are certain professions that have mandatory reporting laws that give professionals the responsibility of reporting abuse. Licensed healthcare professionals are mandatory reporters that must report any suspected abuse, neglect, or exploitation of certain groups. Children, elderly, and people with disabilities are three groups of vulnerable people and there is mandatory reporting for most healthcare professionals that suspect that a person with disabilities is being abused or neglected. This includes most healthcare professionals, therapists, school counselors and workers, mental health professionals, abuse counselors, police officers, battered women counselors, social workers, and others. Failing to report this abuse or neglect or not doing so within the mandated time frame could be a serious violation that could result in a loss of license and legal issues. Another common violation that could put a professional license in jeopardy is poor record keeping. Without record keeping and properly maintaining documents, 
Most businesses can suffer from disorganization, poor care for clients and patients, inadequate work, and a damaged reputation. Properly maintaining records is essential for keeping clients and other information organized so the business can move forward, rather than having to deal with problems that arise due to disorganization. There are some major problems that can arise when healthcare professionals do not maintain proper records. One of these problems is that poor patient records or gaps in records could cause other healthcare professionals to make mistakes in the future. Patient records cannot be incomplete because patients could receive the wrong care or medications. Missing gaps in records make an investigation even worse because missing gaps reflect poor medical care or can support allegations of fraud or negligence. Some other problems for all businesses include wasted time and efficiency that is a result of poor record management because there is more time spent with client interactions, dealing with billing problems, checking records, and trying to locate records. Dealing with poor records takes away time that could be spent on marketing, sales, and services. Reputation damage that results from poor record keeping because it gives off the appearance to patients and clients that the business or the professional is sloppy and careless when it comes to their care and service. Word can spread quickly when careless mistakes lead to harmful results for patients and clients. Clutter and disorganization can cause the office or the business to look dysfunctional and sloppy, even make patients and clients feel overwhelmed. Even the appearance of this could make people feel uneasy and want to look elsewhere for their care or services. Another major violation that causes loss of professional licenses is inappropriate relationships. Inappropriate relationships can take many forms, and the most obvious being office romances or romantic relationships with clients and patients. The general rule is that office romances do happen and, for the most part, are acceptable. The best way to avoid problems of professionalism in the office is to check the policy on romantic relationships or contact a human resources representative. Romantic relationships with clients and patients, however, are generally not acceptable, especially in healthcare. Relationships with clients and patients are unethical and could be grounds for loss of license in many professions. Some of these professions include teachers, social workers, physicians, physician assistants, nurses, dentists, therapists, counselors, and psychologists. The major reason for why romantic relationships between these professionals and clients are unethical and sometimes illegal is because it takes away from the goal of the professional relationship, which is to help the client, and it exploits the vulnerability of the patient or client. Professionals could compromise their ability to make objective decisions about client and patient care, and it could cause detrimental harm emotionally, mentally, physically, and financially. In many companies and businesses, romantic relationships with clients may be grounds for disciplinary action. But even if it is not against policy, there are a few things the professional should consider. The first is whether the relationship could conflict with professional duties. The second consideration is whether the professional relationship involves a power difference between the professional and client in a way that could be considered coercive. The last consideration is whether the relationship could reflect poorly on the business, company, or organization. The last violation we will go over is failure to meet the standard of care. When a professional fails to meet the standard of care that is required, this is negligent conduct and the person that fails to meet the standard could be liable for any harm that is done as a result. The standard does not have a precise definition only because it varies specifically on each profession and each action. We sometimes refer to the reasonable person, which may look different depending on the profession and the type of service given to the paying client or patient. In some professions, the standard of care has been established by the known practices and conduct of the profession in that state or community. 
In other professions, the standard of care may be established by regulations or laws. An example of this would be commercial drivers because commercial drivers must meet the standard of care laid out by Connecticut statutes. The standard of care is very important in the healthcare industry because failing to meet the standard of care required of physicians, nurses, and other healthcare professionals could cause serious injury and death. Patients who are harmed by alleged medical malpractice may file a complaint to the court stating that they have grounds to believe that they have been harmed by a healthcare professional that treated them. Companies can also be filed with the medical examining board and the board has the authority to take disciplinary action or take away licenses. The violations that we have gone over happen all the time, and many times the professional who is facing a loss of license is able to avoid it by going to an administrative hearing and defending against the charges or taking a settlement that includes a less severe disciplinary action. If you are facing allegations that put your professional license in jeopardy, visit us at thelicensedlawyers.com and subscribe to this podcast. Thanks for listening to the Connecticut Criminal Law Podcast. For more information or to get a free consultation for your criminal law questions, visit us at RuaneAttorneys.com or call or text 203-925-9200.